Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Focused on Albany. My guest today is Kevin McCashin, and we're going to we're going to discuss what has been going on in Albany this past week. But before we start talking about the local stuff, I want to bring to everybody's attention the article that Chris Churchill did in the Times Union the other day, uh, where Jeffrey Teachout wrote an article about Joe Biden in which he said, you know, Joe Biden was corrupt. And, you know, all eyes are on Washington, but I think, you know, I should be here in Albany County and what's going on. But we, but before we get to the um, Albany County stuff, i got to say one thing. Uh, Chris Churchill talked about the article in which he stated that Joe Biden was uh, very cozy with the banking industry in, in um, Delaware. Yeah, Delaware. And, yep. And the thing is, you know, he was like one of the persons who took bankruptcy protections away from people with student debt. So it's a national issue, but it's a local issue that affects everybody in the 50 states. So what do you think of uh, Chris Churchill's article when he wrote it last well, well, week? It was good. Yeah, it was good. The Zephyr Teachout piece in The Guardian was even better. You know, I mean, that's what it originated from. And Mm -hmm. uh, it just really uh, played up the role of and the influence of money in politics and how it corrupts. The question Mm -hmm. is, is what's the the answer? I mean, we have the same issue at the state level. You think of local guys like Neil Breslin, who runs the insurance committee in the uh, Senate, and his main contributors are from the insurance industry. So, mm-hmm. you know, of course they're going to be involved to uh, craft legislation. He's not writing legislation himself. They're gonna, the lobbyists will write up the legislation, and everybody else will suffer by having to pay either, uh, you know, higher insurance rates due to higher uh, requirements and regulations or a lack of uh, competition in New York State by limiting people from, you know, companies from outside of the area from uh, offering services. So it's, uh, it's, one it's thing, a real problem. One thing, you know, people who are, who demonstrate and, you know, read about what's going on in the news, they never question where the candidates are getting their money from. Never, never does that happen. And if, if the voters were more aware of what, where they're getting their money from, I think they would make wiser choices. And uh, when bills and laws are passed, they would know why it's happening. Would you agree? Yes. Well, uh, you know, the whole problem comes down to uh, my, my view is that uh, your politicians are always going to be corrupt. The problem is, is that the, the voters and the constituents are uninformed or unengaged. And so they get away with what they can get away with or they're or they, uh, you know, tacitly say, OK, well, this is OK. We don't have a problem with it. And you can see that in the form of the local tax breaks. There's really no uprising when these when these, you know, people get 
you think that this uh, company that's coming in from uh, the Carolinas, Cree out in Utica, and Cuomo's giving them five hundred million in cash. So, so you know, it's, it's what's it? Let's take it down a little further. Let's take it uh, a, a, a level down further. You know, you're talking about Cuomo. What what about the county legislature? What about the common council and the mayor? You know, they're no different than Cuomo, right? And what's going on in the city and county of Albany that people should be aware that, you know, money does corrupt? Yeah. Well, the big the big story this week, I guess, was they're trying to show that the, the Times Union Center is profitable. But there's no, you know, the, the, the Times Union headline was that the Times Union Center, so this is owned by Albany County, turned uh, in 2019, turned a $2.1 million profit, just right. 84000 less, less than the year 2000. But it has no reference to what the debt is. How much is the debt? How much is it lost? You know, I mean, it's garbage. The journalism in the Capital District is total garbage. It's just lightweight. You know, why not just take the press release and just put the press release in and not even retype it, you know? It's just, it's you don't have enough information, so you really have to search for it. So the media is part of the problem, too. They, they're as much responsible for the voters being stupid as the voters are. They're just ignorant. Um, you know, it's stupid. I, it's a, a rough word, but, but they're ignorant. I agree. You know, I mean, you go ahead. No, uh, uh, go ahead, Kevin. Well, I mean, you look at a guy like Breslin. Breslin, just to, because he's a longstanding example, he does do a lot of he, he co-sponsors a lot of progressive legislation. But his top contributor, eleven thousand dollars from the Life Insurance Council of New York, the trial associ- you know, the Trial Lawyers Association, and you wonder why you're paying high insurance rates. Uh, you know, so it's all, it's all, uh, it's all out in the open. It's just a question of are people motivated enough to do something about it. So the, the, in, in this sense, your politicians play with in legal limits, but at the same time, the voters tolerate it. My, you know, I, I've gone beyond just attacking the politicians, just saying, hey, the voters are the ones responsible for electing these guys over and over. And you can right. pass whatever laws you want. You're still going to have corruption. You can do public financing, and it's still corrupt. You know, campaign financing in New York City, you've been there since 1986, and they have scams. So, you know, humans are corrupt. It's just you have to have a vigilant population, or, or you wind up with what we have now. But, like, in Albany, people have been indoctrinated for since, yeah. since Corning first became mayor that this is how they're going to vote, and if they don't vote, they get such fear instilled in them, and it it goes from one generation to the other. Um, How do you break that cycle in the city of Albany? Well, the the activists have to educate the voters. You know, I mean, it would would be a larger uh, parallel effort if it was worth it. You know, it's just a matter of the question is how much are people suffering? If you look at the, you know, there was a big story that really didn't get, it got played on NPR on WAMC. It was an NPR national story about the uh, Childhood Opportunity Index. Mm-hmm. That, in near, you know, the national NPR story was in, in nearly every metro area. Data shows opportunity lag, lags for kids of color. 
and they specifically targeted uh, Arbor Hill, you know, with this opportunity index of uh, 100 being the most opportunity and one being the least, and compared it mm-hmm. with Buckingham, you know, around Buckingham Lake there over where Joe Sullivan was. And, uh, right. it, you know, the, oppor- the opportunity score at Buckingham Lake is 89. The opportunity score in Arbor Hill is one. And you think about no. this, 1921 was, 1921 was what Dan O'Connell got uh, Hackett elected, Mayor Hackett, and that was the first uh, Democratic mayor. And then ever since then, for 99 years to, to 2020, you've had this uh, Democratic Party rule. Now, there are factions within there. You saw it with Tomiso against Sheehan and stuff like that. But at the same time, there, there's no there's no big opposition. So what's the problem? How do they have the lowest opportunity for minority kids in the whole United States of America right here in Albany? It's, it's obnoxious. It's outrageous. You know, and it's not just right there by Grand Street and the South End. It's, it's Arbor Hill. It's West Hill. And so... They can't blame that on President Trump. They can't blame it on Republicans. It's been 100% for 100 years. One-party rule. What is the problem? And so the people tolerate it, and it's just disgusting, especially when you drive through there and you think of the lives that are lost and the, and the, the downward spiral and the, the housing vacancy and the unemployment rate. And, and, you know, 54% is the employment rate in Arbor Hill. So 46% are unemployed. It's just devastating. Wow. And so th- this is the stuff where who is calling these people out? Nobody. You know, they're in their own party. You have that. How many people are on the Albany Common Council? How many, you know, you have 39 county legislators. Right. You have six, 16 wards in the city of Albany. I mean, the, and it's right. It's the capital of New York State. The governor's mansion mm-hmm. overlooks, you know, Grand Street, where you're broadcasting from, as well as, yep. uh, you know, the, the South End. And how do they put up with it every day? You know, because they're they're numb to it. They're selfish. They have no empathy. And so there's but generations you know, being lost. Right. But, but, you know, you talk about activists. Activists, in my opinion, are as ill-informed as the regular person that's going to work every day and just picks up the newspaper. Would you think that was an accurate statement? Yes. You know, the big problem, too, is the, um, you know, so the main game in town is the Times Union. It's owned by the billionaire Hearst family, mm-hmm. and uh, they haven't had they haven't had pay raises in 12 years in their in their union contract. So they have younger and younger mm-hmm. reporters with no, you know, a lack of guidance because they don't have many solid editors that have been there for a long time. And they themselves are kids. And they're not from the area. So, so there's no perspective. There's no long-term, you know, perspective. So when you put out an article like, wow, the Times Union Center, you know, made a profit. Well, that doesn't, there's no balance in that article. You know, this is, this mm-hmm. is, you might as well put out a press release for Dan McCoy. You know, and this is Bethany Bump and she's solid. She went to, you know, Newhouse School of Public Communications at Syracuse. One of the, one of the major uh, ones outside of Columbia journalism. Newhouse is huge. And so where, where mm-hmm. is the, the concern and the time to, to just look up, just look, talk to an opposing person and look up how much debt do they have? And so, right. you know, it's, it's laziness like that, and that's what I try 
you know, on my show to just try to encourage them. I mean, I, I pick on them, but I, at the same time, it's like, how, how can you say that, you know, Trump is anti-press and fake news and stuff like that, and then you put out garbage journalism, junk journalism is what I call it. It's, it's, it's a press release. You just printed a press release, so, you know. So when you, when you criticize the Times Union or maybe even another outlet, do you ever get criticized? Do you ever get blowback from the uh, media that you're, you know, not happy with? No, they're mostly afraid of me, Cynthia. <laughs> or they just don't listen or they ignore. But, but you know, it, I try to support it with as many facts as possible. I mean, just right. down to typos. It's disgusting, but, but here they can put out a, a national – Every editorial is a national editorial. Well, look at what's happening in your backyard. New York State's the most progressive state in the union. Uh, you know, uh, we're so progressive. We have there's no Republicans opposing anybody in the city of Albany. Why is Arbor Hill the way it is, and why has it been that way for, for you know, decades? Right. Right. I you know, I totally agree with you, and you know, yeah. I think I think in the last of the election there was maybe like two Republicans, you know, who ran, one on the citywide level and uh, who ran against Darius. And I think there was one person who ran for um, a council seat. And uh, Joe Joe would come on focused on Albany quite a bit, and he was pretty pretty knowledgeable about what was going on. I remember what, uh, riding through uh, the Buckingham Pond um, district with yes. Mark Robinson because Joe had gotten Mark on the conservative line uh, for uh, <laughs> Common Council president, and we would yes. go. We were going down the streets, and Joe would go. He would name the person, and he would say. That one will vote for you. This one will sign your petition. And he knew every single person. I was totally amazed by the time our little trip was done. He was terrific. Yeah, that and, and, uh, you know. And, um, you know, Corey Ellis, who, who did win the uh, Common Council seat, you know, you talk about talk about the South and then you talk about Arbor Hill. Tell me, Kevin, what is he doing for them? Yeah, well the question is is so you have activists at the Capitol. How come these these uh these common counselors in the city of Albany aren't at the Capitol, you know, demanding uh some major changes down there? You know, if, if they they have to be able to identify this, you know, what are what are the problems? What do we need help with? Instead, it's just well, it's been disinvestment and racism for years. Well, by who? There's no, you know, they, 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 by who? By their own party? You know, it's just laziness. A lot of it's laziness, and a lot of it is uh, just, I, I don't know, I don't know what their excuse is. But when you have uh, their own hometown favorite there, WAMC, and they're putting out, you know, Dave Lucas did another story uh, today or yesterday, just about that same thing about this metric. Uh, the the lowest childhood opportunity uh, in 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 the country. It's not you know mm-hmm. they're it's Appalachia. It's everything. So 
you know, it's uh, it's just sad to see this. And then every weekend we got to see, you know, or every weekday we see just the, the crime stories where they're getting sucked into this terrible life. And and then, right. you know, what do you what do you do with them? You know, so, getting back to uh, getting back, getting back to Joe again when uh, Mark Robinson. When he wanted to run for common council president, Joe so and the I had I had seen uh Mark Robinson give a great impassioned speech on um not to not to vote too hastily on rezone. And I said to Joe, you know, Mark Robinson was good about, you know, his speech and then we called him and then we saw him. And, you know, Mark Robinson was a little bit squeamish about accepting the conservative line. And I said, you know, it's not party, not party affiliation. It's what you can do for the people. And, you know, that was, it, it was a, it was a pretty interesting thing. And people are still, uh, gung ho. Uh, like I said before, I think it's, Fear. I think they're instilled with fear on, oh, my God, if I don't vote Democrat, I'm going to get shot at noon tomorrow, you know, that kind of a uh, – Yeah. Well, you know, they you know? still vote Democrat, but there should, be, there should be some diversity in their party or somebody with a clue on how to do anything. You know, look at how much they spent on this um, the Madison Avenue road diet while they have the number one childhood poverty in America. You know, on the other side of the park, it's they're, they're, they people need to call them out. They need to, you know, really and just get in their face and call them out as what they are. You know, how's that biking crowd doing? Who's right? You know, riding bicycles while you have the number one, <laughs> the number one childhood youth poverty in America. I mean, it's disgusting. And so, okay, you're spending millions on that. What what, what sort of sick society do we live in? You know, so you try to call them out as much as possible. But the problem is it's got to happen within their own party. So guys like Mark Robinson, you know, they, they have to have Democratic primaries and they have to uh, take some action, but they have to appeal higher. You know, this this Kathy Shan is supposed to be some sort of a, a corporate uh, lawyer, you know, who mm-hmm. presided over uh, the, the sale of Intermagnetics General to uh, to Phillips or Siemens, whatever it was. And what has she right. done? What jobs has she provided? Forty-six percent unemployment mm-hmm. in Arbor. Where's the factory? You know they can criticize uh, Steve McLaughlin, but they have a eight hundred person. You know, and Amazon is evil, and Amazon doesn't pay any taxes, and Amazon you know exploits the postal service and stuff like that. But at the same time, mm-hmm. they're getting eight hundred jobs over in Soda. Where's the eight hundred job place in Albany? In Albany County, even there's a lot of rural areas mm-hmm. in Albany County things to be in, and so. Yeah, outside of the, uh, you know, what somebody at Arbor Hills going to work at nanotech? No, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and, and so manufacturing in New York State, which is the typical sort of blue collar thing, is lagging the entire country. So it's just there's a lack of uh, really uh, aggressiveness, or they just don't care. I mean, what else? Either they're stupid or they don't care, Cynthia. I don't. I don't know what 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 it is specifically. They're either incompetent 
or they're clueless or they just don't care. And so that's disgusting. And you have a ton of minority representation and you have the worst minority neighborhoods in America. So what does that say? You know, would you say, and I don't know how the rest of the capital district. Would you actually say that, would you actually say that we have the most horrible minority districts in the United States, Albany? Would you say that? Well, I didn't say it. NPR said it. (laughs) So they're, they're 100% NPR people. The, you know, this is, okay. this is from uh, Brandeis University. You know, it's not, it's, it's, not, it's not Kevin saying it. It's not McCashin. It's not some right-wing radical saying it. It's the racial divide and disparity is subject of an NPR report. And the NPR report said this is the, this is the index, the Childhood Opportunity Index, on a scale of one being the worst to 100. Arbor Hill is a one. So it's... It's uh, it, you know, versus Buckingham Lake, Buckingham Pond over there is a is an eighty nine. That's quite a disparity, and the it's one hundred percent within their hands. How many how many things ever get voted down on the Common Council? Nothing. They they put right. every single thing they asked for. So what's the problem? What is the issue? That's what they got to get to the root of. And so she and said what? this. You know, we can't deny. Sheehan says, we, we can't deny the fact that we have neighborhoods that, because of discrimination, racism, economic injustice, don't have the resources the other neighborhoods have. What are you talking about? You have a Democratic Assembly, a Democratic Senate. you got a Democratic governor forever. What's the problem? You see what I mean? It's, it doesn't make sense. And so they sit back and they can virtue signal and they can ban plastic bags and they can do all this stuff, but they can't deliver for their poorest people. And that's disgusting. They should be ashamed of themselves. They really should. Well, Corey yeah. Ellis is a minority. What's his problem? Where right. is he? So, you know, these are the questions <laughs> that have to be asked. And, and right. you only get a guy like Robinson, one person in the whole city of Albany of 80,000, 90,000 people, whatever they lie and say the number is. Nobody, nobody shouts for the poor people. It's disgusting. It, you know, right, it's, right. Uh, it's, it's intolerable. And you have eight, 39 people on that stupid Albany County Legislature, and uh, right. this isn't the number one story everywhere. They should be on the Times Union front page every single day. What are they doing about Arbor Hill? But instead, it's Trump, Trump, Trump. What, what can they do about Trump? They got a, a two-week impeachment trial. The guy's going to get exonerated. So the guy's going to get reelected. You know, what, what are they mm-hmm. doing where they can make a difference? But instead, they turn their eyes, and they just go the other way. So Well, it's, maybe uh, not. Maybe now that well, you Casey gotta, you gotta is shame him. Maybe, yeah, now maybe. That, maybe now that Casey is going to be the editor, <laughs> maybe things will change. Yeah, well, what do you Casey, think? Casey, Casey lives in the city of Albany. I mean, he doesn't live in Arbor Hill. But hey, Kathy Sheehan right. said, you know, she moved to Arbor Hill and spent four or five hundred thousand dollars on a on a on a foolish rehab. So, right, uh, you know it. It's not for a lack of uh, showing up, right? She goes to work every day, I assume. And it's like, uh-huh. well, she, how come it, she isn't leveraging Cuomo? How come she isn't leveraging, you know, they go and she'll grab that, that $12 million or whatever, 12.5 for the budget cap every year. Uh-huh. But either it's not enough or they're not doing the right thing. Where's the outside investor? 
You can't mm. just hire everybody to work for the city. You know, that's what Corning did, right? Corning Corning had more janitors in uh, Albany City Hall than they had in the Empire State Building. You know, that's the way they would do it. It's just a big job right. program. But uh, mm. it's... Uh, it is. Uh, it requires everybody's effort, but uh, people in the suburbs don't care because it's not affecting them. But it does affect them. I mean, look. You look at the neighborhood cameras and stuff like that. The the people are coming from the poorer areas and they're checking. They're you know trying to break into cars. They're breaking into carports. All this stuff. If you look at like the neighborhood watch kind of stuff uh, at the ground level on the Buckingham side of Central Ave that, uh, you know, they're, they're seeing an increase in crime as much as they want to deny it. But it's, uh, it's something that should be the biggest issue in the Capital District, and it's not. I don't know what is, but it's not. But, hey, no. the, time, the, the, the Times Union Center made $2 million, yay, you know, and, and there's nobody else down there doing anything. There's offices, there's no residential, you know, they're trying to bring it back. But again, they're 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 um, sacrificing future tax revenue to do it. So mm-hmm. it's um, and then it's 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 uh, a giant problem. They have no excuses, and they've been in power for a century. Wow! You know, so how's mm-hmm. that for optimism? Yeah. <laughs> but the most you can do, you know, you got guys like Robinson. They they just don't have good leadership. I mean, you know, Alice Green's been around since the 60s what 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 has moved right. forward in albany you know she lives over in loudonville she has access to wealthy people she's wealthy and so what right. what is where's the outside investment so it's um it's uh quite a uh, challenge that should be the focus and i try to focus on it as much as possible and it's just beautiful to see that the that the uh that NPR and WAMC is, is focusing on it, you know, and, and, and they yeah. have all the power and they, and what are they doing? They have all the power. There's no opposition. There's no, there's no evil Republicans in Albany saying, Hey, keep those, keep those, uh, you know, Brown people poor. There's no, that doesn't exist. There's no Ku Klux Klan in the city of Albany. And so it's a hundred percent in their court. And uh, and guys like Breslin have been around for years, and and all these other clowns that are in the assembly. Fahey, what's Fahey's interest? In? Uh, e-scooters, bike lanes. I mean, what are you kidding me? She's not from the area either. Kathy's not from the area. Right. So you, right. you know, and they let take over. Shanfar is is uh, you know the guy wanted to run for Congress right off the bat. They're phonies. They're right. they're just using it all as a stepping stone, and so. Uh, it's good stuff, though. I like ranting about it. Hopefully, well, we get some Kevin. results. <laughs> I guess that's why we call too it. Bad. Too bad you're holding back. We're we're at the end of the show, so so well, next okay. week we'll find next week we'll find something else to talk about, right? So yeah, you can fun. listen. That sounds good. Okay. You've been listening to Kevin McCasin. Kevin, we have like 30 seconds. Give give yourself a little plug. Sure. I'm on, uh, it's called Road Rage, and it's on Talk 1300 AM and 98.7 and uh, Talk1300.com, three to six, Monday through Friday, and I get even angrier than I get right now. 
<laughs> okay, so uh, you've been listening to Kevin McCashin, and if you like the show, like us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter. Um, focus on Albany. Thanks, Kevin. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Have a great day.